Once again, it's time for And Now the Good News, a weekly exploration of the good news happening in the world. Hi, I'm your host, Reverend Robert Brzezinski, and each week I explore and share the stories of hope and love and inspiration that have caught my eye in the past week. We'll explore exactly how we can create a world that works better for everyone. So get ready, it's time. And now, the good news. And hello again, dear ones. Robert Brzezinski with you, episode number 18 of And Now the Good News, our weekly look at the stories that inspire and remind that we really are creating a world that works better for everyone. Listeners to the program know that I get my most of my stories off the goodnewsnetwork.org. Today's no different. However, today there's an interesting theme to the stories that emerged. And I want to start this week with a story about batteries. Specifically, it's a new lithium-ion battery design that will allow electric vehicles to be charged in only 10 minutes. Now, this is a big, big deal because if you don't own an electric vehicle, uh, you'll know that there's a thing out there called range anxiety. It's the fear of running out of power uh, with no way or no time to recharge your car if you own an electric vehicle. Well, there's been a lot of work happening And you might remember that uh, Volkswagen admitted to some diesel admissions cheating. Well, part of their penalty was a $2 billion penalty to help build 2,800 charging stations across the United States. So that's already in action. However, there is still been uh, a holdback in, in how quickly a vehicle can be charged. Well, a group of people led by a scientist, a Professor Chow Yang Wang, uh, he came. To, he's promoting that they've been able to develop a battery that can charge a vehicle in 10 minutes. It uh, uses a whole different system. It goes against the norms of what battery builders and battery chargers say should happen. And he says he can beat the 10-minute trend and he can create a 10-minute charge. Uh, This is exciting work. It's being supported by the U.S. Department of Energy. This is actually could be a game changer in electric vehicles in their range and how quickly you'd be able to charge at a charging station. We're going to keep our eye on this story, I promise. Now, other in other engineering or science news, MIT engineers have been working on a carbon capture technology that can absorb CO2 just right out of the open air. Now, it can also work in a way that lowers power plant emissions and such as that as well. And it basically passes air through a stack of charged electrochemical plates. All of this is explained in a new paper in the journal Energy and Environmental Science. And it's the work of an MI postdoc, Sahag Vaskian. I hope I'm saying that kind of close. This is essentially a large specialized battery. And it's going to pull carbon dioxide from the air or other gas streams. Interesting technology on how we can fight climate change and really reduce the CO2 levels around the planet. 
It's an extensive interview. I'll leave, make sure to leave the link in the show notes. Check it out. There's more science here than uh, I could share right here in this program. And you know, folks, the scientists of today, well, they started somewhere. Often they start in middle school and high school. There is another great story here I found. It's about a program. It's from the BOCE Ocean Awareness Programs. They have an annual competition to create uh, creative campaigns that inspire action and reduce or prevent ocean pollution. It's called the Marine Debris Creative Advocacy Pro Competition. Uh, there are teams from all over the planet, the United States, Australia, Canada, India, Nigeria, Pitcairn, Vietnam, and elsewhere that competed. A group from Santa Monica won the competition, helping to educate and integrate creative plans, a sustainability plan to ensure support for integrating environmental literacy and stewardship into the school curriculum. A group out of Martha's, Martha's Vineyard was working in Massachusetts. They were working on a program to refuse the use of single-use plastics in their community and others. So check out this story over on the Good News Network. I'll make sure and leave you a link that shares more about how the youngsters, the middle schoolers, are already thinking about how we can keep plastic out of the ocean and being part of the solution of cleaning up the planet. Good for you, kiddos. Keep going. Keep moving. Speaking of moving, the Toronto garbage trucks will soon be moving on biogas. And here's the cool thing. They're going to do it from the garbage they collect. Toronto's got a number of initiatives on they're working on to reduce their carbon output and, and meet greenhouse emission standards and such. Here's what they're doing. The Dufferlin Solid Waste Management Facility, in uh, starting next year in March, they're going to separate their organic waste and food scraps, and all that will be processed. The process is to use an anaerobic digester to capture all the biogas produced by the waste and then turn it into renewable natural gas. The city's got a few different ways they want to use renewable natural gas. They're going to fuel the garbage trucks, which is a lot cheaper and a lot more friendly to the environment than using diesel. It can also be used to provide electricity, heat to, the ho to homes and businesses. Generating renewable natural gas from food scraps is actually considered carbon negative. Reports say that 10% of greenhouse gas emissions in Toronto are generated by garbage, mostly food waste. I love it. This is innovative. Let's you create biogas from our own garbage to run the trucks that pick up our own garbage. Pretty cool stuff. And our final story this week is introduced to something that I, uh, and this is like a follow-up to my story on planting trees last week. I didn't know this was happening. It was brought to my attention. There's a YouTube star who uh, has created some experiences where he did some incredibly hot big tips for, for very small orders and a lot of random acts of kindness. Well, he crossed over a, a pretty major milestone of 20 million subscribers. Uh, with that, his subscribers started a petition for him to do something about his popularity and to plant more trees. The idea was that he had to raise $20 million and plant 20 million trees. He said, okay, 
and created a pretty funny video and a pretty cool video of he himself and a few buddies learning how to plant trees and then working with a group of people to plant a whole lot of trees and they launched hashtag team trees now they partnered with the arbor day foundation and for every dollar donated the arbor day foundation is going to plant a sapling between january 2020 and december 2022 they have already raised 13 million dollars almost 13 million dollars so they're well on their way to planting trees if you'd like to be a part of this uh it's it's a social social action going for good and doing good in the world check it out the story's over on the good news network i'm gonna go donate some money and plant some trees how about you well that's all i've got this week folks I trust these have been inspiring stories and stories that remind you we really are creating a world that works better for everyone. Until next time, peace and blessings. You've been listening to And Now the Good News, a part of the New Thought Media Network, available exclusively at New Thought Radio. Join us, patreon.com forward slash new thought radio positively inspiring <laughs>